Are you looking forward to spit the show? I'm slightly apprehensive. I'm not really sure what you're <laughs> going to talk about. Um, a, a really interesting bit of information came out earlier in the week, and I just thought we had to talk about it this morning. A survey of over 1,000 adults looked at how long adults wait before exhibiting certain vulnerable or embarrassing behaviours in front of a partner. Okay. Right? So this is men and women. Certain things that you will do, certain things that you'll wait to do after a certain period of time. So, Kat, are you ready for this? <laughs> when will you let your partner comfortably pop your pimples? How long would you wait? Never. Never? Never. If you've got a... You know, partners like to do that with each other. But I, you're, see, you're, I... I People that look at that kind of stuff on the internet, I just think I'm weird. <laughs> so that's just that's an absolute no-no. My pimples are my pimples. <laughs> uh, women in relationships will wait one year, seven months before they'll do that <laughs> really? in a relationship, <laughs> and a guy, a guy would wait nine months. They're, they'd be comfortable enough after nine months to pop your pimple. <sighs> That's I mean, it's, it's not my thing either, to be honest with you. Uh, sit, in the bath- <laughs> sit in the bathroom while your partner uses the toilet. How long in a relationship are you comfortable enough to sit in the bathroom while your partner uses the toilet? That, see, I, I might be a prude, but that's just not for me at all. You've got to keep the door closed. At all times? Yeah, like... So would you not, would, would you not like, like if, if you were brushing your teeth and, and he came in and used the toilet, you wouldn't want that? Or vice versa. I wouldn't encourage it. No. <laughs> so, one year, two months, women will wait on average before they're comfortable enough for their partner to be in the bathroom with them okay. when they're using the toilet. For a guy, again, what is it with guys? Seven months. Right, guy, so their inhibitions are dropping a lot quicker <laughs> than the ladies. Um, the other one is, this is the interest on breaking wind. When are you comfortable enough... <laughs> To break wind in front of your partner, how many oh. months or years do you wait See, before you're comfortable enough? I mean, I don't do it, obviously, because <laughs> girls don't. But like, <laughs> no, I just, I'm not really like like that. I just wouldn't really do it. See, because I came from this, um, I was, I'm going to describe it as a mixed marriage and that my mum claimed that her and the Queen didn't do it at all. <laughs> so I actually believed that. And then my dad was a pull my finger kind of guy. <laughs> That's from one extreme to the other. I I don't know whether it's right or wrong. I have no idea. Well, on average, Mm -hmm. women will wait nearly 14 months before they're comfortable enough to break wind in front of their partner. I'm now going to let you guess when do guys feel comfortable enough to break wind in front of their partners? uh, From personal experience, I would say less than eight hours. (laughs) (laughs) Now... Kat has a few contacts and you've been texting your contacts all morning and I think we've got Harry Kane's number. I've got a text message back from Harry Kane saying he is willing to talk to us so, so we can um, we can put the number in and we can give him a call. So, so here's what happened. Kat had a friend of a friend of a friend who knows Harry Kane. Kat was texting his friend of a friend of a friend and then in the last 20 minutes or so it's been ongoing and then Kat was sent Harry Kane's number Cat then texts Harry Kane, and then surprisingly and weirdly and quite amazingly, Harry Kane texts Cat back saying he would love to come on the show. So, have we put the number in? We're going to phone Harry Kane. Go. Let's do it. Hello? Harry Kane. 
from Russia. How are you? Not bad, but it's not a bad line for Russia, yeah. <laughs> you, got a, you got a wee bit of a, a Scottish twang to your um, your voice there, Harry Kane. Uh, well, I've been bumping into a few Scotsmen over here, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> so let's clarify this. You are actually called Harry Kane. Yes, I certainly am. And you are a Scottish Harry Kane. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, How's that been for you the last couple of weeks, mate? <laughs> uh, can I have it going? Not just the last couple of weeks, so even through the qualifying session, you know. <laughs> <laughs> What's been happening then? What have people been saying to you? Well, I'd say during the qualification, I was uh, in a pub in the West Coast. Uh, we are watching the England-Scotland game, and then Griffith scored their two penalties. And who scores in the last minute but Harry Kane? Oh, no! Table with four of the mates, you know. You thought I'd have been... I was the Antichrist or something. <laughs> <laughs> if you could change your name, would you change it? Uh, nah, I don't suppose so. And no unless England win the World Cup, <laughs> Harry Kane is top scorer and he wins. He scores a winning goal in the World Cup final. I just have to change my name. <laughs> else All your ID. Go down to England and clap up. Maybe you could do personal appearances. There was another wee story. I yeah, went into the... I put my fixed odds line on the Saturday during the football season. Yeah. And you put this kind of loyalty card, you know, so you hand it over before you put your coupon on. So obviously it swipes and your name comes up on the screen. <laughs> and it's this young guy, you know, he's about 19. And he kind of looks at me and he goes, is your name really Harry Kane? <laughs> I, and I knew the next question. He goes, any relation to him down south? That's my brother's boy. I says, he moved down south when he was young and married an English lassie. I says, so Harry Kane could have played for Scotland. He says, oh, no. God, no. He says, you're kidding, going. He shook my head and walked out. <laughs> so let's hear Harry Kane's prediction for the England-Croatia game then. What do you think? Oh, oh two nothing Croatia. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first from Harry Kane. Playing all the biggest hits with a new single from Jonas Blue and his new single, Rise. Uh, what was the big one that he did? It was a cover of Fast Car. That's it, Fast Car. <laughs> I can't, I can't think what that one is. Michael, any ideas? No, no, no idea. not a clue what that one would have been. Fast car. Yeah. <laughs> Your brain just does not engage before you speak. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, Jonas Blue with his new single, um, Rise. And I did love the previous single, the cover version of Fast Car. There's a story in the press today. There is. There's a new survey out about annoying neighbours. Now, particularly when the sun's out, you get to see a bit more of them, I think. Think they're yeah. always in the garden or, or you know, like I live in flats, but they, I see them all the time. Mm-hmm. And you're a wee bit more social, would that be right? Depending yeah. on where you are? Depending on who your neighbours are. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, here's a list of things that is the most annoying thing you can be if you're a neighbour, right? The number one most annoying thing is nosy neighbours. So that's neighbours who cross the line of a friendly wave and they get too personal. So it might be hanging over the garden fence or they just don't go away. Yeah. The general invasion, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, invasion of privacy is the number one thing that's most annoying. Other things that annoy neighbours are those that are too loud. I'm looking at you, you and Cameron. I'm going to tell you a story about that in a second. <laughs> those who don't pick up after their pets and those who park in somebody else's designated parking spot are also who leave their children unsupervised. So if they're the, the, way, the kids are running riot... You're not going to be pleasing your next door neighbour. Well, well, I had an interesting day yesterday with my neighbours, and um, 
And what you find in the weather like this particularly, everyone's out enjoying the weather. And they're out in the street or they're out in their back gardens, they're out enjoying the sunshine, they've got friends over and everything. And what you can't escape is that everybody has their own private disco. They've got their music blasting in different areas of the street, so you're hearing different songs and different genre songs. And it becomes a bit annoying because you can't really listen to one song or the other because it's just a mishmash of loads of different tunes and noises that are coming and laughing and screaming and singing and everything. So I decided last night for a laugh to get my little um, um, sound set and and I kind of put it in front of my uh, back door in my back garden and I, I, I whacked on some um, Rick Astley. Uh, just for a laugh. You're so and, cool, you. <laughs> really are so cool. Your little sound set. Do you mean your big thing with the speakers? Speakers, yeah. Just, it was, it was quite, How quite, many volts is that? It's a couple of thousand volts. Right. But, um, so I, 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 I had that in the back just for a laugh. And then and I was playing, so it drowned out all the noise around where I am in my street. Yeah, and probably and, transmit as well. <laughs> and um, and one of my neighbours uh, shouted over, over the hedge, Hey, Ewan, Ewan, you taking requests? I went, ah, he goes, put some Ed Sheeran on. <laughs> so I ended up taking requests last night from my neighbours. You were doing a set from your back garden. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's the kind of thing that happens. So um, I, I do. It, it, it's fun. It's interesting. But it's the noise at this time of year. Yeah. It's just a, it's a cacophony of weird noises that come from the garden. I at get this quite time of jealous year. when I hear that though, because I, I've got my wee friend Minnie. Me, she lives in a street, and they've all got kids the same age. You know how some streets are like that. You go through a period when everyone moves in at the same time. And they've got the same kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not the same kids, but, but the same yeah. age. Yes. <laughs> and in her street, like, so they built a little bar and a hut in their back garden. I think their next door neighbour built a pizza oven and the one down from that got a hot tub. So they had all, all of them. They've got like a street full of every amenity that you would want, but they've got a different one in every garden. So what's happening is that the, one has a barbecue, one has a pizza, the other one then jumps in the hot tub. And, and then they, they can- go to the bar. Oh. <laughs> It's like an all-inclusive resort. 